All righty. Hey, everyone. This is our, our podcast. We have a podcast now. I know. That is so cool. My name is David, or Pastor David of House of Rest Church. And I'm Sharon. I'm the wife. My beautiful wife. Thanks, honey. So we just want to welcome you to this podcast. Let them know how this started. It started as a... Well, it started with you actually doing the first devotional. And I remember people would hear my voice on the side. And on YouTube. Like, yes, on YouTube. And I finally started popping my head in, and one day I just sat down with you, and the rest is history. So here we are, Mm -hmm. doing devotionals every morning, and it has been such a blessing. So with that said, uh, please visit us at www.houseofrestchurch.com, and uh, we hope that you really enjoy it, because we can be a little crazy sometimes. Yeah, our whole reason is to be relevant, take a Bible truth, and make it relevant, Thank you so much, and enjoy this podcast. See you guys later. All right. We better go, because I don't want them to think we're crazy. We are crazy, though. Oops. Bye. <laughs> 4,999. What? Good morning, everybody. I thought we agreed that they wanted... I didn't agree with you at all. No, they all did. They wanted me to start... How do you know what they agreed? Seriously? <laughs> they wanted me like, to... Like, you can hear them right now? They wanted me to count down no, I don't from 5,000. So. Do you remember when I would answer back and you're all like, they can't hear you? No, babe. but look, I mean, think of the greatness of counting down from 5,000, how much they have like to prepare themselves for the message or the devotion. No, babe, that's weird. Just absolutely weird. He's so weird, you guys. Good you morning. Know, good morning, everybody. I pray that you guys had a blessed day yesterday. Um, I know we did. For us, today is our Wednesday, our late Wednesday, because you guys know we go to Bible study. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you guys watch the Bible study. Yeah, I'm barely stepping in. I noticed that on Wednesdays, I'm not going to see my house until really late at night. So, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. but praise God, because we had an amazing Bible study, as always. Um, It's really, really good. You know, we're learning some history. We're learning uh, a lot of awesome things that I think a lot of the times in Revelation... It's it making always, me stretch. Yeah, it, it's really making us like, you know, just dig deeper and, and, and just, you know, we have questions and, you know, we, we seek and we search together. And I think that's what's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But because it is Wednesday, um, now with Sharon working... And literally, I pick her up at 5 and head straight to the church, and then we come back here. So Thursday mornings are always going to be maybe a little shorter than normal, but we still want to pack it with some good devotional stuff. Yeah. You know, I think think today, um, you know, David's like, well, what's in your heart and everything? And I was like, you know, I'd really love to talk about marriage, friendship, and... Somewhere along that line, you know, because, you know, I think it's important and I'll let David take it from here. Well, before I even get into the passage. Because this morning you asked me something. Yeah. Um, Because Sharon's doing, um, you guys have heard her talk about the women's Bible study that she does. Some of the women online and a lot of the women at the church in Modesto. And... um, Last night, I think after we did our video last night, because um, she did a video of a Bible study and sent it just to those specific women. So it's a private 
video on our YouTube yeah. on this YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, this week I send the next one. Yeah, and um, I hadn't watched it because I'm like, well, it's for women, you know. But she's like, oh, I want you to watch it. And I was like, oh, I thought you didn't want me to. So I watched what 15 minutes of it, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. And um, it was really good, you know. And so I was thinking about it in this morning. Uh, you were getting ready for work, and I was uh, I was getting ready myself to go to Modesto. And, uh, and what did I actually? What did I ask you? Or did you just say, did you say something first? No, you just asked me. You just said, "Have you since we've been doing the devotionals?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you know, Sharon has has been a believer longer than I have, but that doesn't necessarily. It's it's hard to. Talk to a camera. It's hard. It's hard to stand behind a pulpit and preach a sermon. (laughs) You know, and it's like, it's different because just because you know a lot doesn't mean it's easy to just like, just talk like I'm talking to you guys, you know? Um, And and I notice, you know, and you can tell a lot of times when somebody does a YouTube video, uh, I notice sometimes they'll, they'll avoid looking into the camera, they'll look around, they'll look somewhere else or... You can just tell. So it's not easy. So I was really proud of, of, of Sharon because seeing that video that she did without me, just her, and it was amazing. And her, and her confidence and the way she spoke. And so then I brought the conversation up is, so is doing the devotions, his last 200 devotions, has it helped you? <laughs> yeah. You know? Absolutely. And yeah, and that's what kind of brought the conversation up. Yeah, and, and it did bring that conversation because I told him, listen, I've never been, you know, I back back in Southern California, I would go speak for women's Bible studies and I would get invited to churches to share testimony and to do a lot of things like that. But you had people in front of you. Um, yeah. Being at a young age, you know, um, I was a mom at 14 and I became a big advocate for teen moms. Um, and I'd go speak in front of, a lot of like, you know, like one, 2000, you know, women at, you know, um, for Adelante Mujer Latina, Color Esperanza and, you know, different, different organizations that I got involved in at a really, really young age. So being somebody who was an advocate for teen moms, um, I, I would do that, but in front of people, never did I think that I'd be talking in front of a camera. And I told David, I said, listen, since doing these devotionals, there has been such a growth and such a comfort and confidence being able to, you know, just to talk to the camera and not just that, but also because sometimes when you're talking in front of the camera, you when you're off of it, you really don't remember everything that yeah, you say. Yeah. You don't at all. Trust me, because you're just sharing your heart. You're not reading a script. You're not reading out of anything. You're reading the word of God and you're sharing your heart. So sometimes I would go back to it and I've noticed ums, I've noticed certain things and I'd be like, you know, those are things that we, we want to work on. The and, ums. I think yeah, like the, the ums and all kinds of difference. Like, you of, yeah. know, because I would say you know a lot at the beginning. Because yeah, a lot of times, ums. yeah, when you go to learn how to talk, people use things as a period. Some of it would be um um. Some would be like, know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Or even or you preachers, know, you know? Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> or, you know, preachers do a lot. They'd be like, "Amen, 
You know, and then the Lord went and he walked down. Amen. And then he raised his hands. Amen. And then he spoke to the people. Amen. You know, so people find that. And, and it's like, it's hard to get rid of it all because we all do things. There's but probably I think something it's a little bit of nerves, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But I'm, I'm grateful because I have really, really, truly have learned to express myself Um Articulate and, and yourself? Articu- you know, well, I think I've always been able but it, to articulate, camera, but to the camera. The ca- it's a whole different beast. Yeah, it <laughs> right? is. You know, but here's, yeah. see, I said, you know. <laughs> you but, know, Holmes? You what know? if I start doing that? No, baby. Oh. Okay, stop. So anyways, um, I said, um, see, you made me all nervous already. There's nothing wrong with it. It's- but here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I first started, I know that David had been doing this for so long. And there was a little intimidation, you know, just because you're my husband doesn't mean that I don't get that intimidation. So I kind of would sometimes sit back a little bit quietly and just let him talk and everything. And but now doing the devotionals, even myself, you know, I could have read the whole Bible already many times, which, you know, I've done. I've read the Bible. But the thing is, is that I kind of felt a little intimidated because David expressed himself with the word a lot differently and everything. And I was like, uh, maybe I'll just sit back and I'll, you know, speak about things and that, that bring relevance into my life and everything. But now that I'm doing this with the women and everything, it has allowed my, it has allowed me to express myself, um, and share my thoughts and share the word and do all of that. And now I'm finding that as well. When I sit with all the women, you know, the group's growing a lot at the church. I only expected it to be a certain amount, but it has grown. And I'm grateful for that because it's making me dig deeper. Mm -hmm. It's making me study. It's making me learn. I take the time, you know, because we have to do things collectively and individually as well, because, don't forget that we're carrying our own cross. My husband's not going to stand for me and I'm not going to stand for him that day that we're in front of Christ, you know? And so when that day comes, we got to we got to stand on our own. Yes. So I think that's so so important. But at the same time, we were just talking a little while ago and I told him I said, "You know what? I want to talk about that communication, that relationship and all of that because You know, being that we are a couple, we as well go through a lot of turmoil. We go through moments. We go through um, circumstances and situations that can cause, you know, some type of uh, pressure on one another. And at the same time, we're the the iron that sharpens each other at the same time. Yeah, well, anyways, like going along with what you're saying is the fact that you know we get along great i love the videos that we do yeah and i love uh, hanging out you with know you. um i'm not i'm not fake this is the way i am with my wife this is the way she is with me but i realized because uh, i was talking to you know a, a couple today and they said, "Man, we want to be like you guys because they're they're new, newly married, mm-hmm. and they're just starting their relationship. They're just starting. Like I married them, you know, mm-hmm. and um and they they love watching the videos because they love the way we interact. And I realize, you know what, um, you know, I do get along with Sharon. I do, I do. But We're best friends. But 
We argue too.、Mm-hmm. We disagree. We get mad, and I won't. I give her the silent treatment for five hours, and I just go and look at, stare at my aquarium. I don't do that. He does it. I go、me. and stare at my aquarium and feed my fish. You know what I mean? And it's and I like. I call him mean man when he does that. <laughs> yeah, because. Seriously. Because I don't want to argue. So I'll just shut, shut it down. You know what I mean? I'll shut it down and I'll go and, and just stare at my aquarium. And that's hurtful, right, ladies? You know, or I'll go for a bike ride or whatever. And it's like, and it's like I, I, I like the fact that, that she said, I want to be like you guys because you aspire to something because you're, you're newly married.、Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't want to give a false, like, because. People argue, people disagree, and then you see this couple giving devotionals and they're just like, la la la, you know what I mean? And it's、mm-hmm. like, that's not the reality of it's it. It's not the color of roses. And, and that is not the reality <laughs> that I, I don't want to put a false reality because you know what happens is it makes people feel less than because they're like, man, these people, they do these devotionals and whatnot. You know, having the devotional, <laughs> you know, this is funny. When, I, when we just did Sunday sermon, Well, we could argue for six days as long as everything was good on Sunday. But now that window of argument gets really short because we have to do a devotional. You know, so、um, the, this devotion has actually been a blessing to us because we've made a commitment. And there's days we miss because it keeps us accountable. There's days we miss because it's late, it really is late. Or, like, we went to LA. It was really,、mm-hmm. remember that hotel had horrible,、yeah. wi- nice hotel, but、yeah. no Wi Fi. And our, inter- our phone didn't work. It's、yeah. not because we got into, I think、uh, we did that one time. I think we did that one time where I had gotten mad at you. And where you're all like, I'm not doing a devotional like this.、Remember? Yeah, yeah. There was yeah, one time. Yeah. One time. Yeah. She yeah, thinks, she thinks she's, I'm going to get mad and then, you know, hit record and be like, hey. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't do that. I don't, I don't fake it. You know what I mean? I don't fake it. I don't fake stuff. And it's like, if I'm laughing or joking on this video, that's like, that's how I'm really feeling. You know what I mean? I, I can't be in a disagreement and then hit the camera and just be, you know, Mr. Happy. You know, it, it don't work like that. You know,、yeah. there h a s been times where we're going to do a devotional and.、I, We argued about something, or not. I don't hate arguing. I disagreed about something. Yeah, because we don't argue like that. Yeah, disagreed. disagreed. And I'm like, I'm not going to do devotional right now. Hit me up in two hours, you know what I mean? After chilling out here for a little bit, because I'm not going to hit record like that. You know, but, but I, learned, I learned one thing, you know, and I, and I love that. I love that because I learned one thing.、Um, You know, as you guys know, it took us, well, many, not many of you guys know, as a matter of fact,、um, but some of you know that when I moved here from Southern California, I moved here with, you know, already my hopes, you know, like I'm going to get married, I'm going to this. And it took this man three years, three years to propose to me. We courted for three years, you know, and it drove me nuts because in those three years, there was, you know, it was just like a friendship. It was, He was my best friend, and that was it. You know, there was the accountability. I would sit there and I'd go drive my car all the way to In and Out Burger, park my car there, jump in his car with my, with my son, and we'd drive to church. And then he'd drop me off there, and I wouldn't see him until Wednesday sometimes. Or sometimes, you know, we'd, I'd go to his parents because that's where he lived. And it was just like that. So, three years, I was already getting like, seriously, dude, like you brought me all the way over here. And 
I'm here and it's taking you this long. And trust me, there were those moments of frustration that I felt as a woman. I just felt like, man, you know, this man, you know, when is he going to marry me? When, when is he going to this? When is he going to that? And, and we would go to church in the mornings. I'm getting to this point that we would go to the church in this morning. And sometimes I would have, I'd be in the flesh. And I remember it took him only one time to really tell me, don't do this to me. You know, I'm about to go give the word of God. And it did immediately. What it did is it immediately put like, you know, the Lord put me in my place because he's like, don't do this to my son. Not right now, because he's about to go give the word of God and deliver. And he can't have this over him. And I, and I remember since that day, I do catch myself every time that I don't want to be the one to hinder what the Lord has for others. You know, I don't want to be that one. And I'm very, very careful with that. So when he does say we're not going to do it, and there has been times and I'm like, no, I committed, we committed to this. We have to do this. We have to do that. But then I have to remember and realize that when we come and we, you know, share something with you, we want to share what the Lord is, you know, bringing forth and not our emotions, you yeah. know? Yeah, because I, I want to, if we're going to do a devotional and there's, I mean, there's a lot of you that watch these. You don't deserve for me to do a devotional after we just had a disagreement. Like, that's mm -hmm. not right. I would rather just chill, kick back, and then after she makes dinner. <laughs> Wait a minute. Here's one thing, you guys. I'm going to tell you guys this. And, and then I get happy after that. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't, that's the beautiful thing that it took so long for him to ask me to, you know, marry him. Because I realized that I wanted an emotional uh, and, a, and, a, and a relationship that I wanted that attention. I wanted that love. I wanted of all of that. And it took a long time for, for the Lord to come and speak to me and share with me and tell me, listen, if I give you all of that, then you will not last. And when we came together, finally, um, I realized that all the things that we go through, they're for small moments because... There's a foundation. There's such a strong foundation that doesn't shake us, you know, and we can go through that moment where he will drive me nuts and get on my nerves or do all of that. And I'll do the same to him. But I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, get on her nerves. Yes, he does. But anyhow, I will come and I will serve my my husband his coffee or I'll, you know, definitely. I'll, of course, I'm going to make him dinner. I'm going to do all that, you know, and. I'm, I'm grateful that I can still, because there's people, trust me, that, you know, they will completely shut you down and yeah. they won't even talk. They won't even um, share with one another. The wife will not cook, you know, or the wife will not do yeah. anything and the man will do nothing back to help out or to, you know, share any type of... Uh, any type of life with his woman, with his wife or his woman, you well, know? I grew up, I grew up, you know, my mom worked, but there's years that she didn't. And my dad would, he worked in the farm. He worked hard, you know, and he would leave literally before the sun went up and come home as the sun was going down. Mm -hmm. And he was tired. He was dirty. And never did my mom refuse to make my dad dinner. 
even if they disagreed about something or anything, there was a respect that my dad was paying the bills and working hard for not only for themselves, but for my brothers and I. Yeah. And there was that respect, you know what I mean? And it's like, anyways, you know, there's this passage that I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about that this passage, most people... 99.9% of people will read this and say, man, I'm going to apply this to my walk with believers, but never to their spouse. Mm. This passage is not even about marriage, but actually it supersedes it. Yeah. Watch. In Philippians, Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 through 4, check this out. Most people read this about fellowship. Mm -hmm. But for the first time, I want you to read this about your spouse. It's going to change it. Chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy... By being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Amen. David reads it out of the New King James Version for those who are just barely uh, chiming into this channel. And I read it um, secondly out of the message. It says, if you've gotten anything at all out of following Christ, if his love has made any difference in your life, if being in a community of the spirit means anything to you, if you have a heart, if you care, then do me a favor, agree with each other, love each other, Be deep-spirited friends. Don't push your way to the front. Don't sweet-talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. Amen. This passage is always preached of how to treat other brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm. Yet it's never taught or read on how to be with your spouse yes you know and it's like this i'm gonna read it here it straight up says if you've gotten anything so if you are a believer if you're a believer of christ if you have gotten anything out of following him if his love has made any difference in your life if being in the community of the spirit if that means anything to you if you even have a heart because the Bible says he will take out your heart of stone and put it in the heart of flesh. He goes, if, if all of that is in place, he goes, Paul writes, then do me this favor. Agree with each other. Yes. Agree with each other. You know, you know what I've seen? And I've seen this before. I've seen husbands, significant others, who will tell somebody how lovely they are. And how wonderful they are. Like, oh, sister, you look really great today, you know. Um, God bless you and everything. But not once have told their wives how beautiful they are. You're beautiful. how lovely they are. You're beautiful. You know, thank you, baby. You're handsome. You know, 
And I've seen others who will be in a setting, a social setting where they'll go and they'll serve somebody and they'll do all of that. But have they once served their wife? See, but the thing is, is that a lot of the times there's there's uh, husbands and their spouses who are so used to being served and everything that they forget that sometimes, you know, that can be given back. And, you know, I've told David this, you know, many times before. The day that you begin to expect and the day that you make me feel obligated to something is the day that you've taken what I love to do for you. You know, I can just imagine because I've seen this happen when somebody has, you know, a whole bunch of plates served to serve their family and the husband will just pass it by or and just go sit down and just sit there at the table and be like, and just wait. When you just seen that maybe the possibility of you picking up a plate or two and help, but instead you sit there like, you know, you're this macho man and, you know, well, where's my food? Now you've taken exactly what it is that that person loved doing for you and now you've obligated it and you've taken that from them. You know, that is something that can be so hard to swallow for a woman. And you know what? And I'm going to say this. It can be vice versa. Yeah. It can be vice versa. Yeah. It can be, you know, the man, a woman who feels like it's just too much, you know, mm -hmm. for her to do that the man should expect to do. You know, when a man goes out to work and, you know, they come home and they come home to to a woman, maybe not caring the same way for her husband. Well, I, I want to say this is that if if you're working, I'm talking to the husband or the wife, because there's a lot of wives that work and the husbands don't now. Everything's mm -hmm. different now. Yeah. So whoever it is, if you're out working and you have a bad day, don't bring it home. Yeah. And if you are the one that's home and not working... Let that person come to a clean house. Like, seriously, like, you do that for each other. And if both people are working, what is wrong with working together, with working together making dinner together, mm -hmm. helping clean up together? There's nothing wrong with that because it's not right when you, if you both work, but yet your spouse really hasn't got off work. She's just starting her second job or he's just starting her second job by cleaning and doing everything else. It's hard, you know? Yeah. It's I want hard. this house clean for now on. My house is clean, you guys. I keep this place spotless. I'm going to dust each cross. Everything. I I do. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to leave notes every day for these boys to do stuff. Oh, they get up. They do stuff every day. <laughs> you know what he tells? What do you tell my boys? What I'm do you like, tell them? I, I tell them, you ain't going to sleep. You ain't going to sleep if your mom's working. If, they, if she's up, you got to be up. <laughs> I started banging on the walls. Seriously, I'd be like, hey, start getting the recycled cans, do something. You're going to do something. Today, I told Abraham, get up. We're going to go pick up a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? Yeah. But but you know what? I, and I appreciate that because that's teaching them something. And that's that's really important. You know, for as men, you know, they're going to have wives one day and everything. And. I'm not going to raise no men that that are going to be lazy or any of that. And, you know, and I and I thank God that there are, you know, kids that actually do that. 
you know, but here's here's the wonderful thing that when you're able to have um, an environment where you can appreciate one another, when you can actually communicate with one another, when you can show love for one another, what that does, it eliminates um, your life feeling chaotic and your life feeling disorganized, you know, because when you have organization in every area of your life, then you have the time to be able to sit down and talk about the wonderful things in life, like the things of God, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you, we have the time to, and I, and I think we catch ourselves doing that a lot because when we have that, we can sit and we can communicate about how awesome God has been today, what he did today in, yeah. your, in, in your time and then my time. And, and, and then we, it opens up discussion for so much. And mm-hmm. this is why it's so important because when you open up the discussion um, of the things of God, then you grow together. I can't even begin to tell you what a blessing these devotionals have been to us together because it gives us a chance to talk about what are we going to talk about today? What is the Lord placed in your heart? And we start talking and he starts sharing history. We start doing this and we start, you know, talking about how it's relevant to us, not even realizing the growth that's going to come out of it. Mm-hmm. And not just together, but individually, because what that's done for me, I start to think, you know, like even like on my lunch today, I didn't have no phone because you took my phone because you you've been taking my phone to fix some stuff. And I got a book and I had a crack screen. Anyways, um, I've you know, I was sitting outside in the grass by my work and I'm sitting there reading, man, and I'm reading about the story of Tamar and, and, and I'm just like, this is crazy, man. And I just want to dig and I want to dig deeper and. And, you know, and I'm just like this little bookworm outside just sitting in the sun. But that's the thing. It just makes you want to do more and it makes you more hungry. And it makes me excited to come home and talk to you about what I've learned. And I'm like, man, could you believe this? Could you believe that? And then he starts sharing with me and it opens up a dialogue and it opens up a communication. And that's what sharpens one another together yeah that's what builds a relationship like this you know it doesn't mean that there is no disagreements it doesn't mean that there isn't any fallouts the thing is is that you're gonna have all of that but your foundation is so strong there ain't nothing that's gonna shake it you'll be serving your husband coffee within 10 minutes and you know we'll be sitting down having dinner within an hour and we'll just be like nothing because it wasn't enough to break us. Then, yeah. And, and the last part, though, right here, it says, uh, when he, after he says, if you have Christ, if you have a heart, if you have all this stuff, and it says, agree with each other, love each other, and be de- deep-spirited friends. And, and this is the, the, I like this part right here. It says, don't push your way to the front, and don't sweet-talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside. You know, and, and I've, I say this when I when I marry people all the time. I said, if you concentrate on making your spouse happy, and he concentrate on making you happy, things are going to go a lot smoother. Well, I do want some sweet talk, though. So <laughs> it says, put yourself aside and help others get ahead. So that's why we'll see this and use it for fellowship of brothers and sisters. But what if you push yourself aside to help your spouse get ahead? You know, you, you know, and wait, oh, sorry, wait, 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 sorry, wait. sorry, dude. God, don't make me mad now. 
<laughs> Stop the video. So put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. And we want to use that toward brothers and sisters, but what if we use that toward each other? Yeah. You know, here's another thing that that I've I've seen, and it kind of goes along with this too, because I see a lot of the times people get so involved in ministry and they want to go out and minister so much. And I got to do this show. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. Don't get me started. So hold on. Here's the thing. They want to go to the Monday night Bible study. They want to go to another church for a Tuesday night Bible study. They want to go here. They want to go there. They want to go everywhere. And here's what happens, okay? Um, You drag your wife and you drag your family along with all of that because it's something that you want to do, but you don't realize that the responsibility of your home and everything is your first ministry, Mm -hmm. your family that's your first ministry. The time that you're out there jumping from one place to another and doing all of this, you don't realize that the reason why your wife is going along with you or that your spouse is going along with you, it's because they actually just want to be with you. And you don't realize that 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 can hurt because you're really putting other things before your spouse. And you don't realize the sacrifice that they're making. Do you know the extra work that it... My gosh, I got to get started on this. I'm sorry. But do you know the extra work that it takes to, to, you know, to um, have a household, to keep your home clean, to take care of the kids, to just provide in that sense? It takes a lot of work. A lot of work, trust me. But then... If you're constantly out and about, how is that person going to be or have the time to be able to provide all of that for you? And then you take them and they want to spend time with you and they're constantly out, out, out. And on top of that, they have to come home and do everything that they have to do. Do you know what that's doing? You're cutting their life short because, you know. If, If you wanted to get healthy. And you go to a, uh, what are they called? They help you at the gym? Uh, Oh, a trainer? A trainer. Mm -hmm. And if you tell them, you know, I want to get healthy. Uh, I want to train all day long. All day. The trainer's going to think you're nuts. Because you are being counterproductive if you're lifting weights, running, doing elliptical, this and that, but never give your chance to rest. Do you know that muscle growth doesn't happen while you're doing the exercise? Muscle growth happens and, and strength happens days after when you're resting. Yeah. So if you're constantly, 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 you are never allowing your muscles to actually grow. So in the same way, if all you're doing is ministry and never get time aside, you're never going to grow, you know? I have seen this so many, so many brothers are on fire for God. And I, I got to reach souls. I got to reach souls. I got to reach souls. And I'm like, when's the last time you had some coffee with your wife? When's the last time you took her for a ride? Yeah. When's the last time you just sat and watched a movie or talked? When's the last time you busted out the Monopoly game and played with your family? You know, and it's like, 
who you're over here trying to reach the world and you can't even reach those that are in your own household. Yeah. It can't be like that, guys. You know, I'm talking to guys, you know, you're talking to whoever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um can't do that. You, you know. You got to slow down. You got to slow down because you know, your time with your family, you got to remember that if whether you if you're the man, you know, um you're you're the you're the leader of that house and we look to you for that security in knowing that you're going to help us grow yeah that you're going to appreciate us that you're going to be the security of this home that you're going to be the one the one that has the strength you know i've always said this that a a woman, a woman has, they're, they're very wise. I think a woman has the wisdom and the, and, and can give their opinion and everything, but it's a man who has the strength to carry a family through. They really do. And we depend on the man to be able to carry us through, you know, in the things of God. For me, I praise God because without David seeking God, then how can I be right next to him, you know, growing? I need to grow with him. And, you know, I'm so grateful that I have that. And and I really, really believe that a lot of people may be, well, I'm not that well. I'm a baby in Christ still. And how can I lead my family? How can I do any of that? You know what? The fact that you're taking the steps to better yourself, the fact that you're taking the steps to have a relationship with God and do all of that. Praise God for that. Yeah. Because you're already going the right direction because you're the one that's going to lead your family closer to Christ. And ladies, I say this for you too. Don't tear down a man. Don't tear your husband down. Don't tell him, well, maybe if you do this, maybe if you do that, maybe if you do this this way and da da nag 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 nag. Don't do that. You know, if anything, uplift him, encourage him, be the one to praise him when he's made one step, praise him. You know, there's been so many times when I see David, you know, and I'm like, man, babe, you're an amazing painter. I was, your, I'm your number one fan, <laughs> you know, and, and I tell him that looks amazing. And then sometimes when I do see the ugly stage and I'm like, that's the ugly stage, huh? <laughs> you know, because I don't want to sit here and knock him for, you know, certain things. And then I see his writing, his books and everything. And I don't be like, well, well, maybe you should be doing this. And maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Maybe you need to go out and do that. And no, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of the things that he does. I'm his number one fan in everything that he does, you know. And I'm, I'm just, I, I can't wait to see what God's going to do with everything that he's doing with his talents, with his gifts. And he encourages me as well. So I think that's important that you need to encourage one another. Yeah. Read this book together, Vertical Marriage. Remember we read that book? Remember yeah. I read it first and then I told you to read it? Mm -hmm. Get that book, you guys. It's on Audible also. By Dave and Ann, and Ann Wilson. Mm -hmm. um, and it's called Vertical Marriage. Vertical Marriage. Um, which is so important because your marriage, you know, is, is vertical with Christ. And even though we're horizontal with one another, 
Christ has to be in the center and he has to be everything in your marriage. So I encourage you guys to read that book together. It's by Dave and Ann Wilson. That book is amazing and it will really speak to you guys and it will make you guys realize that you're not the only one going through things. We mm. go, many of us go through this together and sometimes we want to put this mask and cover it. But the thing is, is just be yourself. Be yourself. Amen. Mm. So we're at 39 minutes already. Oh, we said we were going to be short. And she's going to be cuddled in bed and I'm going to be rendering. No, I actually had coffee late today. So I think I'm going to be up for oh. a little bit. All right, guys. I'm going to shut this thing down. It's late. Stop it. What it is. But don't say it like that. I'm going to shut it down. No. We love you guys. All right, right. guys. Bye, guys. Have a blessed day. and uh, Tell your wife she's beautiful. And ladies, tell your husband how gorgeous he is. And remember, podcast, Paracletos Media, website, houseofrestchurch.com, Instagram, houseofrest, one word, Facebook, House of Rest Church. Make sure you subscribe if you're not a subscriber to our channel. And hit the like button or thumbs up. This is what are you doing? I was trying to show them the... And um, also, lastly, leave a comment. That's what we love the most. So, all right, guys. Yeah, bye, guys. And welcome to all... I've seen a lot of new people today at the Bible study. So, welcome to everybody. Bye. Bye.